urgency in Washington as Democrats block a Republican-backed stimulus plan. It has to stop. The country's out of time. We're very close to reaching a deal. Very close. Governor Kemp announces measures to curb the spread of the virus in a Monday evening press conference, and city and county leaders declare a state of emergency and institute a curfew. We're just trying to be proactive right now, put something in place, measures to make sure we're guiding ourselves by. As COVID-19 continues to spread, medical shortages are top of mind for leaders around the world. The hunt for ventilators and other key medical supplies is consuming the U.S. and Europe. Plus, the new spin on a Neil Diamond classic. Hands, hands, All of that and more just ahead on the Evening Brief from WGUR News. Good evening, I'm Jonathan O'Brien. It's Monday, the 23rd of March. Even as federal officials warn the coronavirus crisis is deepening, President Trump is expressing qualms about extending the federal government's recommendation that Americans should stay home for 15 days. Sagar Morgani reports from Washington. Two days ago, the president said Americans need to stay away from each other to stop the spread. I think it's going to have... Uh a very profound effect. Last night, he tweeted in all caps, we cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself. That contradicts medical advice from around the country. Continuing what House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says is a habit of speaking with no regard for science. He's a notion monger, just tossing out things. Just this morning, Surgeon General Jerome Adams warned things are going to get a lot worse in America this week. Sagar Magani, Washington. On Capitol Hill today, Senate Democrats successfully blocked a GOP-backed Phase 3 $2 trillion relief measure. Republican Senator Susan Collins of Maine. We don't have another day. We don't have another hour. We don't have another minute to delay acting. Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia, had this to say. It looks like we're worried more about the economy and we're on the health care and the well-being of the people of America. Late today, Governor Brian Kemp said in a press conference that he's banning gatherings of more than 10 people statewide and he has instituted a shelter-in-place order for, quote, medically fragile residents until April 6th. The governor has faced mounting pressure to impose stiffer restrictions. Bars and nightclubs across the state have been ordered to shut down and the State Department of Public Health is now empowered to close businesses or nonprofits, including churches, who don't comply with these new rules. We'll have much more on this during our morning brief tomorrow at 6.30, 7.30 and 8.30. Moving to local measures, Milledgeville and Baldwin County leaders have placed our area under a state of emergency. Officials have also put in place a curfew. City Manager Hank Griffith. Uh, a curfew restricting travel from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. with the exception of persons traveling to and from work and uh, also that all social gatherings of groups of 10 or more are hereby prohibited. That curfew goes into effect tonight. Milledgeville Mayor Mary Parham Copeland had this message for residents. We are here for your safety. As Mr. Mullins just said, we're here to make sure that you all get everything that you need that we can possibly do to help keep everybody safe. The hunt for medical supplies is top of mind for leaders all around the world, and Charles de la Desma reports on the urgency of the matter. The hunt for ventilators and other key medical supplies is consuming the U.S. and Europe as coronavirus infections soar. 
New York's mayor says hospitals are 10 days away from shortages in really basic supplies that seriously endanger healthcare workers and patients. A surge in infections has caused a critical shortage of medical supplies in many places. Spain has erected a field hospital in a convention centre. British health workers are pleading for more gear, saying they feel like cannon fodder. Some workers say they're being asked to reuse and ration disposable masks and gloves. And a shortage of ventilators, crucial for treating serious cases of the virus, is now critical. The virus causes mild or moderate symptoms in most people, but severe symptoms are more likely in the elderly or those with existing health problems. Charles de la Desma, London. Speaking of London, coming up on the Evening Brief, we'll tell you about the new restrictions that have been placed on the entire United Kingdom. Plus, in other news, what PG&E decided today and how that will affect residents of California. Stay with us. We're back in 30 seconds. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. This is the Evening Brief from WGBR News. I'm Jonathan O'Brien. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is ordering shops to close and people to stay at home to stop the spread of COVID-19. Ed Donahue reports. Last week, bars and restaurants were ordered closed in Britain. The time has now come for us all to do more. In a speech from 10 Downing Street, Johnson simply told people to stay home, except for very limited purposes. The orders are the strictest during peacetime and includes one form of exercise a day. Police will enforce these orders. The way ahead is hard, and it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. And yet it is also true that there is a clear way through. New coronavirus infections in Britain are rising rapidly. I'm Ed Donahue. In other news, PG&E is pleading guilty to involuntary manslaughter in a Northern California wildfire back in 2018. Shelley Adler reports. Pacific Gas and Electric says it will plead guilty to 84 counts of involuntary manslaughter in connection with the 2018 fire in Northern California that killed 84 people and decimated three towns. The utility also said in a statement it will admit to a single count of unlawfully starting a fire and under the plea agreement, PG&E will pay the maximum fine of about $4 million. The utility has been struggling to emerge from one of the most complex bankruptcy cases in U.S. history. A deadline has been set for it to do so by June 30th. I'm Shelley Antler. And finally, the state of New York has enlisted celebrities to record public service announcements about staying quarantined to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. AP Entertainment correspondent Margie Zaroleta has that. I'm watching you. Robert De Niro is urging New Yorkers and indeed everybody to stay home to protect their loved ones. Danny DeVito is blunt about why people should self-quarantine. Young people can get it. And they can transmit it to old people. The next thing you know, I'm out of there. Ben Stiller says staying at home is an opportunity to read books, watch movies, or learn hobbies. I've always been interested in chainsaw art. Never had the time to explore it. I'm Archie Zaroleta. We end tonight with my personal favorite. 
posted today by Neil Diamond with a spin on a song that we all know and love. Hands, washing hands, reaching out, don't touch me, I won't touch you. Times never seem so good I've been inclined To believe they never would But now I love the light Admit it, it's stuck in your head. I'm Jonathan O'Brien from all of us here at WGUR News. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Stay safe and healthy.